Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 412 for the 15th of TVs in a regular year. And we are in the middle of chapter 12, and we're still talking about the Benoni, the intermediate person. And we started out this chapter, just a little review, talking about how the Benoni is somebody who has absolute control over their garments, their soul's garments, thought, speech, and actions, such that they never do anything that's against the will of God, whether it's in thought, whether it's in speech, or whether it's in action. However, we nevertheless do not call such a person a tzaddik because even though their garments are behaving properly, on the inside, in terms of what's going on in terms of their soul, there's still a battle. There's still a struggle. So the animal soul and the godly soul are still at war. And although there are times when the godly soul does totally conquer over the animal soul, like in the in times of deep prayer and meditation and that kind of thing, there are times when the animal soul still does have rulership, at least in terms of a feeling kind of way. What this means in a practical way is the person still has cravings for things that are not God. Even if he doesn't necessarily act on them, he still does have these kind of cravings. And so today, what the focus is going to be is how is it that a person is able to overcome these cravings? How could it be if we're saying that there is this battle and that, you know, the animal, the godly soul doesn't always win and the animal soul does win sometimes? How could the person gain control of this? And so the altar rabbi explains and he says that this is because it's not only the animal that has control. It's both of them. So there's there's a constant war. There's a constant battle. And because there is this constant war, because the godly soul is kind of there to kind of keep it in check, it may be experiencing these cravings and be very alive and like, you know, kind of moving around inside of the person, but it can't actually actualize its desires in thought, speech, and action because it is not the only thing that's in control. The godly soul is there too. And not only that, but we know that there's a principle that the mind rules over the heart. So when we have the godly soul, if you remember, which is rooted in the mind and the animal soul, which is rooted in the heart, the nature of a person, we're naturally innately born with this ability to have our mind rule over our heart. So what this is saying, basically very interestingly in you know plain English, is that every single person has control, has the ability to have self-control, and has the ability to have their mind rule over their heart. And you know, just like I've mentioned in previous episodes, we live in a society nowadays where there's this whole thing about like, you know, going with your heart and what you're feeling and following your feelings and your indulgences and like, you know, you just couldn't help it because you acted out of passion or whatever it is. Once again, the, t- the Tanya is really telling us the complete opposite. It's saying that people really do have control. 
people do have the ability to control their cravings. People do have the ability to control their emotions because the mind does rule over the heart. And the mind is so powerful that the mind has the ability to actually totally turn a person's feelings and opinions from one extreme to the, to the other. Uh, this is what the Alto Rebbe says. And he brings support for this from a Pasuk in Kohelet in Ecclesiastes, which is in chapter 2, 13, verse 13, where it says, So to translate that, it means I saw that there was an advantage to chokhmah, to wisdom over folly, just like there's an advantage of light over darkness. And the way that the Alto Rebbe explains this is he says that just like you put a little bit of light in a, in a dark room, it pushes away all the darkness. You know, you just need a little bit, even if there's a lot of darkness, that little bit of light can push away all that darkness. So, so too, we know that this, the klipa, this, you know, the negative forces that, that are in the left ventricle that hide God, this is folly. This is total and utter foolishness. And Altarva even brings support for this from the Gemara in Sota, uh, page 3a where it says that a person does not sin unless a spirit of foolishness enters into them so anytime a person goes against god they're actually totally acting out of foolishness and so what we're learning here about this idea of the light ruling over darkness and how wisdom rules over folly is that the this wisdom of the godly soul you just need a little bit to push away this folly and so this little bit of wisdom that's found in the godly soul which is found in the in the brain of a person as as we spoke about before has this ability to and and whose total will is to conquer and rule over the entire city which is the body and to be vested with it and to have its vestments be enclosed within it namely the torah and mitzvahs namely the thought speech and action of the tor of the 613 torah and mitzvahs so this is its ultimate will and it has the ability to do this because it has this advantage of being wise so just to kind of recap this a little bit is basically what we're saying is again we started with a, a question here is we said that last time we learned that a Benini is still struggling he has within him this struggle this you know, between the animal and the godly soul, the godly soul has not fully won the battle. So if that's the case, how is it that he never succumbs to, like when we talked about a Benoni, we said a Benoni is somebody who never actually succumbs. He's in total self-control. So how's that possible? And so today we learned that that's because the godly soul actually does have an advantage, even though they're both at war, the godly soul, since it's the one that's the intellectual one and the animal soul is the foolish one, the godly soul has the ability to rule over the animal soul because just a little bit of wisdom can push aside a lot of folly. And innately speaking, we are born in such a way that the mind rules over the heart. So the takeaway message for today, which I think kind of sums up a lot of, you know, what the kind of mission statement is of the Tanya is that the, your mind can rule over your heart and you have the ability to be in the driver's seat. So this is, again, this is called the book of the Benoni, the book of the intermediate man. It's to teach us all how to be this Benoni, how to be this intermediate man. And I think that this is the first time really in the Tanya where it's starting to become kind of very real in that sense and speaking to us in such a way and telling us what our potential is and telling us that we all do have this ability to conquer our thoughts, to conquer our speech and to conquer our actions. So we will continue along these lines tomorrow and I will speak with you then. 
Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak ben Benjamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.